if you enjoy space adventures featuring brave and competent astronauts. If you enjoy podcasts that are culturally sensitive. I've been labeling stuff aboard the ship with post-its so she can learn our language. I speak English, you bloody... If you enjoy shows with sophisticated humor. Well, that's just rude. It's her spacesuit. Then you may not want to listen to Oz9. But if you simply enjoy giggling. Oh, <laughs> you anglers, so snooty about all the everythings. Oz9 may be the show for you. Get it wherever you find the other shows you like to put in your ears. That title is spelled O-Z-Numeral9. You could certainly do worse. Welcome to Otaku Sensei. I'm James. And I'm Alicia. And this is the podcast that we talk about anime, manga, manhwa, and anything else we just really want to talk about. Well, and we have a special announcement today, everyone. We have big, major news. Fun news, good changes, the whole nine yards. So, we're switching the game up a little bit. We're going to be changing the podcast's name. Which you won't have to resubscribe. So I'm throwing that in there right now. Sorry yeah, to interrupt. No, you will not have to resubscribe. It will all be on the same channel. You'll just see a banner change and a name change. Yes. It's just not the name. Not not just the name, I mean. The name will be at the end of the podcast, so you guys have to wait until then. But there is a second news. We have some new co-hosts. You have heard for some, from some of them, some of them not. So let's start off with one of my favorite guys on TikTok. One of my best friends on TikTok. He drives me crazy, and I like to drive him insane. Introducing Kevin! Hello, everyone. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be an official co-host. And for our, our other new co-host... Y'all have heard her before on the podcast. She's one of my absolute favorite cosplayers, and her knowledge of anime is amazing. Y'all know her as Owling Love, but say hi to Ariel. Hi, guys. <laughs> Ariel sounds like she's under the weather. Oh, my God. I'm sick. I, I currently am under the weather, so if you if I don't add out all the coughs, I'm sorry. I am fine. Oh, uh, we do have one more co-host. He's running a tad bit late. He is going to jump in later in the recording, and then we will introduce him then. Um, but we have we have really good things. We, we've assembled an, a council of anime weebs to talk about everything you guys want to know. <laughs> this whole council situation on TikTok, I'm loving it. Now we're the council of anime, huh? Okay. Look, look, one council is going to fall. <laughs> and I yeah. shall rise as the new king. Absolutely. Oh, by the way, so a lot of craziness. We have news on solo leveling. As y'all know, we have witnessed 
the last chapter for everyone that is up to date so with sorry. us solo leveling is done solo leveling's last chapter oh, is okay. done solo leveling oh. is the 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 manhwa is over but it is not done it is not done well yeah for the time being it's done so let's discuss the anime itself and your expectations were they met or not with the ending so I know Ariel, you you're not up to date with it. Joel, I understand he's not up to date with it. The ones that are is James, Tyree, you know and myself. So let's get this party started. Chemist, I ask you first. Storyline. How'd you feel? How did you how did you actually feel about the storyline, the ending, and did it meet your expectation? Real, real fast. Did you read 179B? Wait, uh, 179B? Yeah, they, they, they finished with a B. They finished with a B, so there was another chapter. Okay, I, ha- I had to pull it up, but hold on. I, I gotta pull this. I gotta, I gotta see it! <laughs> Look at that. Okay, so Soul Level, like, I... I love this story. I have really enjoyed this story ever since you first recommended this to me, Alicia. Like hey. I was binging it. Like I, on my lunch break, even like while doing experiments in the lab, I was just binging it. I was like, hope my boss doesn't walk in while I'm reading this right now. Hopefully this doesn't blow up right now. But it was fantastic. And the ending, I know, I know some people have conflicting thoughts on the ending. But I, it wasn't the ending I was expecting, but I still really enjoyed the ending. Oh, I enjoyed the fact that he gave us an ending that nobody's seen coming. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. So I was, uh, after I read the um, ending, the first thing I did was I remember contacting Chemist and I, because me and him, we discussed the chapters weekly on on Instagram. Because I don't have that many other people that watch or read Soul Leveling. And I had it. You are not on Instagram. Don't you're even. Right. Cause, no. Okay. You're not. <laughs> you can text. No, I am too lazy to text. I send him voice notes. I have never sent him an act. I've never written a fucking text. I voice note him everything. And I had a whole entire like. The ending. What the? What yeah. is this flip? What's going on? It was crazy, and it was pure torture having to wait a week, an additional week to get to that point where it's like, ah, oh, this is the next part. Every chapter ended at a uh, at a cliff end. Cliffhanger. Oh. So, everybody, our final council member has shown up. Joel, really quick, give a quick introduction to yourself. How's it going, everybody? Uh, Final Fantasy Guy 88. I hope you're all well. And um, yeah, that was really quick. <laughs> yeah, you can find him on TikTok as Final Fantasy 88. He is he is the to the go-to bleach guy. If you have a bleach question, he can answer it. If you want to know what I, I don't know, Jigglypuff's Bonkai is, he can give it to you. Oh, I'll give him one. Final Fantasy Guy 88. You said just Final Fantasy 88. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, so sorry. Final Fantasy Guy 88. Yes. 
<laughs> now I'm curious, what what bankai would you give Jigglypuff? Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> Quick rundown here. I'll hold the Japanese pronunciation for now, but we can call his Shikai just to wake it up. Uh, we'll call it Lullaby, and that would automatically make his sword or Zanpakuto constantly let out a musical sound that would cause people to be drowsy or fall asleep. And then his Bankai, once they are asleep, he can go into it once he acts, and then bam, it's called Infinite Nightmare. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, That's a really like, okay. Okay, okay. Second question. Second question. You remember that episode where all the bankais come to life? Oh, I love that. I, I ever. What would Jigglypuffs look like? It would probably be the antithesis, kind of like how um, Clefairy and Gengar. You know how like everyone's like, oh, it's, you know, Gengar's a dead. Oh, Clefairy. okay. Oh, Clefairy. Yeah, that would actually be really crazy good, but like. Maybe Jigglypuff's version of evil Jigglypuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like Ugh. a big demon or something. Yes. Okay. I love it. I love it. Okay, so you jumped in solo leveling. I know you haven't read solo leveling as well, similar to Ariel. So I want you guys to ask questions. Uh, it just ended. Um, we're discussing that, James. He... he Give us your input. What did you think about the ending? Was it spicy for you? And Ariel and Joel, you guys ask questions. So here, here are some spoilers. The uh, We did not find out until the last chapter that the portals that opened up on Earth that allow monsters to go in, come to our planet, we did not find out that that was actually caused by a monarch until the final episode and sung kills that monarch stopping the portals from opening so with that happening sung essentially sacrifices himself to now traveling through the available worlds that he can go to without a portal killing all the other monarchs the final one being the dragon monarch so the final battle which we've already kind of seen is the Lord of Death versus the Dragon, the Lord of Dragons. And I love that, Song, but that Dragon Monarch, delicious. Okay, that's all I have to say. He is, <laughs> he is freaking cool. <laughs> Excuse me. He is. He is hands down one of my absolute favorite characters in this in this whole series. Um, okay. And and there's one other thing that we see with Sung in this is when is he is he is the the new Shadow Monarch. He is the Lord of Death. He has completely replaced the original one, and he is comp- that power has become one with him. So getting to see the fact that in B, he does go back to Earth to find the people he loves and the and especially the girl that he loves. I was super I was I was super excited. And the little love note that the writer left us at the end of it, just thanking us oh, for supporting cute. him. That was the best way to end a manga or manhwa ever. Ariel, Joe, I know you guys haven't read it, so what are your questions? <clears throat> Please go first. Um, can I get a baseline of what solo leveling is about? 
like I know your explanations did justice for like the ending in the last chapter, but when I first started okay. reading it, I couldn't get into it because it was, I was it was too slow for me. So yes, it does start off pretty slow, but the the basis is is one day a portal opens on Earth and nobody knows what it is, and then this thing happens where the portal breaks open and monsters flood the Earth. When monsters flood in and destroy um this island off the coast of japan everybody's trying to figure out how to fight back these monsters and that's when people discovered that they can awaken magical powers wait it's and those, not japan it's korea correct uh the first uh the first uh portal break happened on juju island oh, uh, yeah, off the juju coast of japan. Island is japan yep 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 um and after that and people discovered that they had powers. They were able to keep the monsters to the, just that island. But then they also discovered, hey, we can go into the portals before they break. And the people that have powers can fight and kill the monsters in there and kill the boss monster, which will close the portal. Okay. They also know that there's a time limit to where that when that close, uh, portal closes. So they're able to go in, mine out crystals and everything that contain magical energy as a new power source for the world. So that kind of gives me like Meiji, Meiji, I think is the name, the name of it, uh, vibes where they had dungeons pop up and they went in. And yep. It kind of, okay, so the dungeon structure is very similar to that, but over here there's a major backstory on why the dungeons are opening up and um, what's actually going to happen in the future. So basically... It's basically Magi... It's basically Magi meets Mortal Kombat. Because those portals are opening up and the point of those portals is to break and let the monsters flood in and weaken the people of that planet. Then the monarchs walk in and take over the planet. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll wait for it to be animated. I'm lazy. I got too much to read already. Oh, you and half <laughs> the world is waiting for this, okay? It is the number one most it's, requested yeah, it's anime. It's going to be really crazy. Um, If you actually generally look at it, it's a really weak character that just gets immense powers. Yep. And I think the best part is that transition, and it's the shock factor of everyone around this character because their expectation was like, oh, you can't do shit. And then it's like, oh, fuck. You are what, what is so, some sister that's a, that's the most interesting part is how the character starts off what happens and how his development actually pushes through, which keeps everyone very like close to the uh, storyline because you want him to succeed after everything he's been through. Okay. And one of the things also like kind of like when we're talking about like how weak he is, like he's not just weak, like. He is known as the weakest hunter, like, basically in the world. So hunters are ranked, S being the best, A, B, C, D, E, F. And he was the weakest of all of them. Like, F-ranked hunters could beat him up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Any questions? Um, so I absolutely adore isekai anime. Is that pretty much what this is? Yes. 
it is I definitely class it at Isekai. Other people have classes Isekai because it does have the trope of a hero going to another world. Because once you go into that portal, you're in another world. They just don't know you're in another world. And uh he also goes through different um evolutions. His power puts him through different evolutions conditioning his body to be able to accept the power of the monarch and he goes and travels through the monarch's home world everything gaining more and more and more and leveling up and leveling up and leveling up and leveling up until he masters it and completely becomes the new shadow monarch it is it is solo leveling is that book that once you start it yeah, you'll you'll get to you'll get to the end of an issue and be like, okay, I don't know if I feel how I feel about that. Let's read the next one. And then next thing you know, you're at a hundred hundred something issues, and you're like, holy crap! Yeah, because that's kind of like how I started. Like when I was reading, because when Alicia first told me about it, I think they have like around a hundred and forty eight chapters, and I just binged it. Like I I read it all the time. Like I probably should have been working. When I'm at work, especially being a chemist, and there are chemicals that should be focused. But anyway, we're not going to talk about that. Um, but it was just, it was just, I couldn't put it down. Chemist, you're an alchemist. You're an alchemist, okay? Creating my philosopher stones. You're creating your philosopher stones, and you're figuring out how to stop the Stone Age from Doctor Stone. Moving on, I, I apologize for jumping in, but let's get the facts straight. You know, of course, of course, I apologize for miscategorizing myself. That being all said, for those who don't know, what is a good source where you can read this manga? I'm using levelingsolo.com. There are plenty of websites you can find if you just put in uh, read solo leveling, but that is a specific one that I'm reading on. Um, what is the name of the app I use? I use the app Mangazone. Because oh. it's it's just easier to read there. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I have a quick question for everyone. Jumping into our new topic, which, you know, has been very interesting. We're all content creators on TikTok. Specifically, all anime content creators. What crazy toxicity have you seen so far uh, from the anime, TikTok anime community, and how has your experience been, and how have you, like, been able to walk over this mess and just be like, fuck it, it's not worth my time? Okay, so I will say one of the biggest things that, like, I know a lot of us have seen videos for this, power scaling. By far, power scaling. <laughs> and, the, and the crazy thing for me is, like, this, this can be an interesting thing to talk about, but the fact that people care so much to where they're like aggressive and threatening other people about this, like, like I recently saw one of your videos, Final Fantasy Guy 88. It was about Frieza versus Aizen. And like seeing you respond to these comments, I'm like, people are so rude. And like, these are fictional characters. It really does not matter this much. It really doesn't. Being <laughs> to a brick wall sometimes. <laughs> Like I just put up a video because um, I like to I like to put, I like to discuss 
comments and answer people back. Sometimes, sometimes people are taken aback. They're like, oh, you totally answered. I didn't expect to show in a room and have an answer. But um, I was like, here are two very specific factual information pieces that you can use in this discussion. Drop power scaling, scum of the earth, except for Happy. He's a good friend of mine. Anyways, um, so I said, one, Eisen is immortal. And two, as soon as you see him, his ability is in effect. Like, oh, uh, no, you have to uh, draw your sword. And he has to, no, you have to read past the Soul Society arc to really understand it. He's absorbed his Zanpakuto and he can use it passively. So, and they get upset and they, they get, they like hold their breath like one of my second graders. And <laughs> they like get Not really angry. Second graders. <laughs> I, I teach K through four and, and, and I'm used to this mentality and this behavior and it's, it's just, they get so mad. They can't honestly admit that, Hey, you know what? You're right. I can't prove that wrong. You're right. It's cool. Let's both enjoy it. You, I get the, you don't even like Dragon Ball. I've only been watching and reading it since 1986. <laughs> yeah. So it, yeah, things like that, they just blow my mind. Like I actually had like this huge, like, like kind of this argument between these two people in my comment section of a video because I was responding to someone saying that Sanji had a better reason for leaving the crew than Usopp. I agree. And I was like, absolutely. And people were saying like, oh, you don't understand Usopp's character or like, do you even watch One Piece? I'm like, One Piece is my favorite anime of all time. Yes, I have watched One Piece. I have read One Piece. Like, and it's it's insane like how toxic some people can be. Like, it's ridiculous. How about you, Ariel? What's your... I've, I've only... I think, I think we've discussed this before. I've only had to go with, like, trolls very few times. Because, you know, I keep myself out of that. <laughs> um, the first one, it was because I didn't understand dark humor. Like, I was laughing at ironic situations that happen in anime, like Aaron hating Titans and becoming a Titan. fucking hilarious to me comical uh that person didn't understand that i thought it was funny because of dark humor (laughs) oh 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 i think you remember the tiktok that i made with the titan trash can in japan and i was like (laughs) someone get you know a figure of his mom so i could throw it in (laughs) he was dark humor I laughed so hard to that video. It was it was unrealistic. I seen it. I couldn't breathe for like ten minutes. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> there were so many like TikTok um, comments of like just the letter L, and I'm like M N O P. Like I don't know what you want me to respond to an L. <laughs> you want the alphabets? Like what? Oh. Uh. Uh, but I don't I don't deal with it that much. So um, the worst part of toxicity that I've ever came across has been in gaming. So <laughs> I mean, game, yeah, gaming can be ridiculous as well. But unfortunately, it's mostly kids like that are like that. I've noticed yeah. a yeah. lot of just kids and gaming is their world. So they're like, oh, I can curse out on this platform. My parents are not gonna know, kind of thing. Ah, uh, oh well. Um. So the weirdest, I've had like a lot of trolls, but the weirdest one I get is when someone comes up to me and says, girls don't watch anime. No, we, I've, I've just spent thousands of dollars on figures and like, manga and anime collections to not like it. Yes, and, you're, you're a total fake with that entire room behind you. 
Oh yeah, her whole entire room. (laughs) Her whole like I can I can legit take shots and be extremely drunk if I just count the amount of Kirby's this girl has in her room. (laughs) She passivities with possessions. Not (laughs) Yeah, but no, that's one of the weirdest. I think it's really weird because like usually it's kids, right? Young boys that really don't know that yes, there's major major areas where females are very strong in the anime community um you know gaming as well manga manhwa there's creators there's voice actors etc but then i remember um seeing a grown man say but girls don't watch anime you're probably googling your information and i literally went on his page he looked like the type of person that lives in his mom's basement neckbeard things gotcha yeah so i i I legit i was like just say that you couldn't fucking get a girl that actually likes anime to date you or any girl period to date you so now basically everyone's your biggest enemy so i i mean i don't get that conversation unfortunately a lot of girls get it you get really fucking awesome guys in the anime community as well like all of our co-hosts male co-hosts here and then you get shit bags as well so but I think like that's everywhere. This that is a was safe my toxic space for uh, all anime fans. That, that's how I like my page to be. I like it to be a safe space for you know to state your opinion and me not attack you for it. I'm gonna be like, okay, that's cool. That's your opinion though. You know. So um, the biggest toxic thing I have going on. I don't know why this video is catching heat right now again, but uh, last year round. In the summer of last year, I made a video saying I don't understand why people are constantly putting Dragon Ball in the big three. I was like, even if you don't like one of the big three, no matter what, like Naruto, Bleach, and no matter, to my chagrin, One Piece is part of the one of the big three. I am not a One Piece fan. I am sorry, guys. It is just not for me. I try, but it's just not for me. But Dragon Ball will never be a part of the big three. And you do not know how many people, the fandoms that are attacking me right now. For but it's saying, not even an opinion. It's a fucking fact. That's not, it's legit. It's from Shonen Jump. Rose Kai's hair on the back of his neck just stood up when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, I can't. <laughs> Speaking of me, I must have <laughs> a cool-looking video. Why are my ears burning? <laughs> oh, it's, what it's, it's the dumbest argument I have seen. It, it's like, one, it's like but, literally one plus one is not two. To them, right. it's like one plus one somehow is fucking three. It's weird. That one video, all of a sudden, I have all three fandoms coming at me like, you don't even know who the big three are. The big three is Naruto, Bleach, One Piece, or Naruto, Bleach, and Dragon Ball. Or it's Naruto, One Piece, and Dragon Ball. Or it's Bleach, One Piece, and Dragon Ball. Or it's, I'm like, huh? My favorite answer to that is, my favorite answer to that is, oh, we know. It's not part of the big three. It's the grandfather of the big three. Shut the f- Oh, my fucking God. It's just right under the- my skin. Right under my skin. I'm like, the big three aren't these three siblings that have other anime families, because that's just not how it works. Yep. So the big three, the big three are the big three for the being the big three. So 
No, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, you absolutely meet some crazy fucking people on TikTok. Some awesome people with some crazy people. Oh yeah, most definitely. Which kind of pushes towards our next topic that I wanted to ask you guys, being content creators. <clears throat> Thirsty, creepy TikTok encounters. So, I want to know, I, especially, <laughs> I want you guys to hear Kevin's fucking story. Ooh, you guys, you guys, you have to hold on to your seat because this one gets really fucking nasty, okay? Hashtag Every- get Kevin a baddie 2022. but everyone what is your experience with just creepy thirsty tiktokers chemists please go ahead and make us follow up against that (laughs) okay so i was actually on a live stream and this one person wanted me to send them dirty q-tips and i was like no, that's that's fucking gross. I'm not gonna send you dirty Q-tips. And it's like, you, do you know what I would use them for? And I'm like, I really don't want to know. And then he asked me, have I ever heard like the lollipops, the dum dums? He said that's how you would use my dirty Q-tips. <laughs> and then I had one person just say, thank you for your help. I just finished on my screen. And I was like, first off, why is your phone down there? In the first place. Second thing, like, I'm going to need you to have some better standards, okay? Like, I've seen myself. Come on now. <laughs> Literally all stuff on live streams. Face palming. Am, Everyone face palming. I am so glad I've never had to deal with any of that. <laughs> Ariel, <laughs> you're next. What's your story? Any, I don't deal with that. Any thirsty encounter? I don't have any of that happen on TikTok, and I'm so thankful. Because I, I think I would delete the app. Not even joking. I'd be like, I'm done. I'm done. I want to be you. <laughs> Joe, how are you? There's got to be a lot of creepy, thirsty encounters. So please, tell us some good stories. Don't tell me you don't have any, because I'm pretty sure you do. All right. Okay. All right. I didn't. I didn't tell anybody this. Okay, so do you remember, I don't know if you guys remember, this was, I think, when I was back trying to reach 80K, and I did the Bax Waxing uh, live. Does anybody remember that? Yes. I, I remember you talking about that. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I have several people who have re-uploaded the videos of it and things like that. So my wife, um, I, I didn't think I would make it to 80K ever. And now I'm sitting here at almost 150. And so I said, all right, guys, well, if, if I make it by Saturday, I'll wax my back. I got to like 85. And I was like, shit. So my wife went out and bought. I said, can you please buy the ones that say for um, sensitive males? Can you get that? <laughs> she, got, got, she goes, actually, I, I bought you the ones for aggressive uh, lumberjacks. So anyway, she... You could see it. She like OCD lined them up all over my back. It covered my entire back. And I am an Italian male. So I am like Robin Williams amount of hair. So, <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was a breathtaking live. There were so many people that showed up. Anyways, let's get to the creepy part. And I haven't told anybody this. I, I, I didn't even make a video of this. 
I was like, I'm just going to bury that under my couch and leave it there. So I got uh, a message on my Instagram account saying, Hey, do you still have those, uh, those strips? And I was like, right now for any strips you have left and i was like i'm not gonna tell my wife because she'll be like that is the weirdest thing i've heard all month so um i was i i appreciate you supporting my channel and to each their own but uh they are have been thrown away and they're they're gone so uh, uh that, <laughs> yeah, that happened. <sighs> I could if I alive for Oh my god, so much like so much juiciness. Like you guys are legit I would pay for this shit. I mean not pay, but like get money for this shit. You should have like sold it. <laughs> well, well the one person that asked me for the Q tips, they were gonna pay I think you said like a hundred dollars and they would pay for shipping. As well, so I wouldn't have to like. And I'm like, that's a good dinner at a nice restaurant. I I just I couldn't. With liquor and dessert. Okay, okay, don't make me regret my decision. Okay, dinner at a dinner for you and a baddie with drinks at restaurants. Yeah, on a real note, would a hundred dollars even cover your beer expenses? Like when you actually go out and buy beer? Oh no! I get like five. So, uh, I was when I was live one night and I was building this Gundam. The this is the beautiful Proto Wing Zero. Um, it's a sexy gun. I had I had somebody pop into my live, and the only thing they comment would comment is, "What else can those hands do?" Love to see those hands all over me, and I'm like, "Was it a dude?" I don't know. It was <laughs> it was a user like seventeen forty five like a string of numbers with yes yeah I, I swear it was somebody I know just trolling me but it was still very creepy. I'm building Gundams and they're like I want to see those hands on my booty. Yeah. That was you you said booty in the funniest way. Alrighty, so um, I thankfully I don't get well. I can't even say I don't get too many. Uh, I get some creepy people on my <laughs> thing. Um, I think I get creepy people for you. Y- yeah. So I have I have the podcast Twitter and everything, and I've been getting messages asking for her OnlyFans, and I'm like. <laughs> Or her, or her private Instagram, or yeah, I have everyone. I have neither. I don't have. I am too lazy for any of that shit. <laughs> I do not have an OF, and the only account Instagram one I have is attached to my TikTok. So if she, if she did yeah. have an OF, it would be just pictures of her food that she's eating that night. Yeah, I mean, stormy. When people are paying, I'm, I'm, I'm or stormy. Oh, oh yes, or stormy, or stormy. Um, but so I've had, I think, um, checking my feet out. Like if I'm on a live, they want to see my feet. That's normal. 
like, the fact that it, it's normal at this point. There are some times where people tell me to get up and I'm like, no, I'm fucking high. I'm not getting off my damn couch. Pay me, bitch. Um, the weirdest one that I've had is someone ask if they can lick my armpits. Ooh. Oh. Ah. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying we're unhygienic, but no, and, and this was literally fucking hot as hell outside, and I know I was sweating, and I just had blasted the AC, so it was, like, cooling shit down, and I jumped Aww. on live for a bit, so I knew I was sweating. <laughs> so that just made me feel a little bit more like, eh, yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying. And the funny thing is, I'm glad I don't have to deal with that shit. This was from a user ABCD, right? This was like an actual profile, and I was like, I can see who you are. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, literally. This was a. I don't remember who was on my live at that time. Yeah, it it was it was weird. But the world of TikTok and TikTokers is. It's been entertaining as fuck. At least during this whole COVID situation, it's been entertaining as fuck. Yeah. I had a scary live one time. That was rough. I had a scary live with you, too. That was rough. (laughs) Okay, the one one I had, though, it was with Alicia back when they were, like, doing, like, the whole, like, dual lives. And her power went out. And she was like, (laughs) Camus, hop on live. Like, it's dark in my house. And I'm like, she lost her fucking mind. It is dark. She got these candles lit. I think she's trying to summon something. I don't know her that well. And I'm like, no, you ain't casting no spirits in my home. And then I somehow got caught into doing it. And she started telling me about like dressing up as a, uh, a Ouija board and all these other creepy shit that she's talking about. And I'm like, no, Alicia, I don't want this. I would. Okay. So I, I, during Halloween, my costume was a Ouija board, and that freaks the hell out of him. Hell yeah, dude. But I was... A game made by Hasbro. <laughs> yeah. I'm terrified of everything. Yeah. World scary. It's... Yeah. Um, talking about scary shit, have you guys noticed in Japan, I find this genre very unique uh, and very interesting... The genre where they, like, take cute anime characters, even if you look at the Magical Girl movies, but, like, the artistic style is so cute, chibi-esque, and you're like, oh, this is going to be a sweet anime, and it turns excruciatingly dark. So I, and, of course, the whole Magical Girl series, any of those are big highlights on cutesy little girls that you think would look like, you know, chibi versions of Sailor Moons, but the storylines are excruciatingly dark. We have... Promise Neverland, we have Made in Abyss. We have a lot of animes that are like that. Cute animes, but that are really, really dark. Uh, do you think that would work here? The concept of something cute turning very hard? So, I, I think it depends. I think it depends on, like, what it's what's happening, per se. Because, uh, like... It's already happened. Not mean like if they tried to do something like that here in America, like it depends it's on like the certain aspects of things. Already like, happened. Is this is this going to be like a like like a like a rape scene because that might be triggered for some people, 
and just like so it really depends on what it is specifically have you not seen happy tree friends (laughs) i actually have not seen happy tree friends have you not heard of phobie the squirrel (laughs) you need to watch happy tree friends that's all i'm saying it's fantastic we should do it on live and see how fast you get banned (laughs) yeah yeah right very very quick where we can um but also those don't go through some really crazy triggers like um like madoka magic madoka magic and stuff they there you go like it's not that deep i mean it's horror but it's not like i feel like these kind of animes are also made in abyss it it is horror but it's more of a mind fuck where it's like damn if we were actual cattle compared to being humans, right? Because those kids are literally in a farm. They're being farmed, right? Or like Madoka, uh, Madoka Magic, storylines like that. Um, Made in Abyss is another one. So those are next level of dark, which, no, our American audience has not. Well, main audience, the normals, I guess, has not <laughs> seen. The non-anime watchers. The mudbloods. <laughs> the muggles. The muggles of the world. So, um, I have I have a bunch of experience with that. Uh, being a, a kid who watched anime in the mid '80s, uh, my first real exposure to it was Transformers the movie, which was still in my top five. But um, my first real exposure to the violence genre was The Giver, and that yes. would be the most brutal anime I ever. And I think I was. Uh, I must have been about eight or nine and I was watching this in my Harry Potter closet. That's what I call it now because that's pretty much what my room was having uh, three sisters and four brothers. And I was watching it. I kept checking the door and I was like, Oh my God, please don't let my parents walk me in on this. This is like, and my dad wouldn't care. Cause he, you know, he took me to see like predator in the movie theaters, but there was an anime I watched, uh, and I, it, it was a hyper-violent but cutesy thing. It was a bear, and it was pink. And I remember that it was like it would go on a, like adventures with these little kids, but when something would happen to them, these like knives would come out of their paws, and they would tear up stuff, like blood flying everywhere. And I think that would be very difficult for American audiences to grasp. Like they would watch that and be like, uh no we can't we can't have our children watch this or we can't watch this that kind of thing i i, I don't think catch on personally i know what one you're talking about the name just freaking it's, it's i'm not gonna remember i have to email my friend i didn't hear he was the one who got me into it i mean like i said a kid down to Sit down, read this. This manga is called Berserk. They are going to be like mentally unstable in the next hour. Yeah. How about you, Ariel? What's your take on it? I mean, I don't, I don't feel like it would do well in America. Like those types of shows. Based on the shows, right? Yeah. Yeah, just because you know some of them leave you literally just. M- not mentally okay. I agree. James, what's your take? So, half of the world is so messed up right now. Half of America is so messed up. I don't think it'd be a huge problem. Um, but I also grew up 
in the nineties where there was this there was this weird genre of anime artists where they would they would draw your favorite anime characters as cut up sushi on a plate. I remember that. I remember that. I've seen that. I have seen that. I swear to God, that's where Attack on Titan came from. (laughs) But, uh, so, I don't don't know, like, there was... The problem is, is getting that stuff kind of on mainstream TV and everything, because for some reason in America, they can have all the blood and guns and violence and shooting as long as they're not cussing or showing off boobs and they they're, they're not trying to mentally screw with the people then they're okay with it but whoever decides if it gets on TV this like hidden counselor or whatever they uh they don't like psychological stuff on TV they don't like shows that make you really really have to think <laughs> past the gore Excellent. So I don't think it would make it here right right now. I don't think it would make it here. Like do you do you remember in the nineties, like watching Toonami and Cowboy Bebop would come on? Um there was that scene with the parade and Pierre LeFou and I remember like I was watching it and it like it ruined. I don't know why that whole scene ruined me. It's just like I was not normal for like six days. See the the show that I really connected with growing up was Armitage Three. That yes. was a total mind f because going to other planets they couldn't they couldn't have enough babies to replenish the the stock basically. So they created androids to make babies, and I was just sitting here like, "You're encouraging people to have sex with robots," but they made the robots so lifelike you couldn't tell them apart. And then for some reason they made a male robot that could do it. There was. Armitage 3 got cut off way before it was finished and there they needed they needed at least a third movie. I mean, my take is the same exactly like everyone else's. I don't think that genre is going to do well and I'm going to just say history kind of states itself. Look at what the hell Normies did to um Death Note or Harry Potter. Any normal person that found it got freaked the fuck out. There's legit people burning Harry Potter books. There's like a whole news thing where a kid had a death note and the media legit was like, this is some satanic book. The school administrators, the cops, everyone made a big fuss over the fact that a child had a death note book. Those are the same morons that try and stop violence in video games. It's just yeah. Can, so, can we just can we just say that literally there are studies funded to prove that violence in video games translates to real life, and every single one of those studies have came back saying no, violence in video games is actually a proven stress reliever to real life. Yeah, yeah, no. So again. Until we have crazy fucking people, which we'll probably always have crazy fucking people, I don't think that genre is going to do too well because it's a very mature... Because not only, and I agree with everyone's points, where not only is horror genre just simple boo 
oh, I'm scared, right? Like, if you actually look at some horror movies, some have really good storylines, like actual live-action Hollywood horror movies. Some are just as stupid as Scream, right? Whereas if you actually look at actual anime horror movies, there is some deep fucked-up shit going on which can actually just screw you up in many ways. Like, okay, people had issues with um, Planet of the Apes, what if they saw Terraform Mars? What if they saw Red Planet? Exactly. Like, people had, like, oh, my goodness, so much. Like, you see a robot, people freak out. Oh, technology's taking over, which, okay, whatever. Galaxy Express 999. Yeah. So I don't think because of shit like that, it's there. It's not going to be able to get. Oh, even the Giver had a scary, had a scary premise. Like, hey, guess what? Aliens live amongst us and can turn into crazy dinosaur-like beings, and the only one that can stop him is an alien armor that drives the wearer insane. Yeah. So I have a oh, and, and his on. chest opens up to do a Kamehameha. Stronger though, don't tell, don't tell the Goku, you know, people. So what are you talking about? Con Goku solos everyone. Oh, sorry, I had to channel my inner diaries of Holy Night. <laughs> I, I I can tell. <laughs> okay, so quick question for everyone on this topic: Would you recommend this specific genre? To anyone else that doesn't watch anime or that's new to anime. Nope. No. I have to really know the person. I have decided that I am never going to give somebody a long form anime or a scary dark anime to start with. Oh, no. See, I like the. No, I have to really know them. and know it's not going to bother them that much before I do it. There are way too many amazing series out there that are between 12 and 24 episodes that can get them hooked. Infinite Dendrogram being one of them. Um, See, I, I feel like, um, I don't know, like, I kind of, like, like, agree with Ariel, like, it's really, I really have to know the person, but it would also be kind of difficult, too, because, like, even if, like, if I know the person, if they, like, watch this, they might never want to watch the anime again. Like, like you go... You're not going to start them off gentle. You're going to be like, here, have some emotional damage. <laughs> um, well, I mean, if this is any correlation to that, I recommended one of my friends. She's been my friend for like 10 years. She does not watch anime. I recommended Psychopaths to her because she likes detective-y, crime scene-y stuff. So I was like, it, it might mentally screw you up, but I think you'll like it. <laughs> well, did she? I did, she's watching it. Um, <laughs> like, I never found out. I haven't started to see her again. <laughs> <laughs> never found out. She just left. <laughs> so agree with if you, Ariel. If I'm you gonna wanna, agree with Ariel on that for me personally because I need to know someone to recommend something that gore and dark. But if I know they're gonna like it, I have so many recommendations. Now, if I know somebody likes that gar dark, mess with my mind type of stuff, I just send them at Serial Experiment Lane. Because okay. that will mess your mind up. Well, I have another explanation to why I recommended it for her. She sends me, like, true crime cases where people, like, dozens of people have been murdered to watch. So she, she needed to take a deep into something that I enjoyed. 
<laughs> that is all my, my my wife watches is like true crime stuff. Yeah. You should be worried. I think it's a it's a it's a woman's thing. Like I love watching true crime. Right? I it's literally hours. My wife doesn't. She loves like hospital shows and like doctor shows. Like she's watch, the one that you watch. Does she watch nine one one? Come on. I think so. Yeah. New Amsterdam. I, we watch those. <laughs> Uh, my wife was the one that broke it to me that Sherlock Holmes or that house is just medical Sherlock Holmes. And I was like, Sh- oh, it literally is. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we're off the rails. <laughs> yeah. OK. Um, All right. What? Give we're me- at the we're at the final parts of our show, so this is my absolute favorite part. Let's do our anime recommendations of the week. All right, oh, I got gotcha. you. Okay, make sure to have two in bank, but only suggest one in case somebody else suggests another one of yours. So the one I'm going to recommend. Sorry, I didn't mean to just cut in front of the line. Like I'm gonna go first, but <laughs> no, one I'm, go. One I'm recommending is Ranking of Kings. It is I hate you. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to say it, but that's, I, I recommend that one to you. I gave you that recommendation, Alicia. I don't care. I... But it's so good. Like, And I know like some people talk about like, the art style, which I, I understand, but like the story is so good. And even the most recent episode like where they have like the new intro, that new intro is amazing. See, the, the thing with that is, though, I see your point. If the story is amazing, but you already know the story is amazing. But if the art style is, I can't, like, kill a kill. Like, I, I know the story is good, but but it looks like my schizophrenic nephew drew it, and I can't watch it. That's why oh, I'm no, having I'm a hard time it. getting into it. It's, I'm it's having, so hard, but it's so good. I'm, sorry. I'm having the hardest time to get into Ranking of Kings because Once of the art style. Once you start actually watching it and get into the storyline, you'll actually understand that art style fits perfectly with the storyline and the way they would like to present it. Any other way, maybe the story would not be that captivating. The art style adds so much. It makes sense once you get into it because it just adds to that innocence factor. And like the reason why I would actually kill anyone. I would be as death for fucking that main MC from Ranking of the Kings. Yes. I had to I had to add that little sparkle. Alright, go. But chemistry, yeah. you took what I wanted. Joe. Okay, I'll go while you think. So generally during the months that start with Jay, um, I watch Ghibli films because they're just the greatest things on planet Earth. And I would I would measure uh, Ghibli's worst films against Disney's best films any day. So that being said, I recommend one of the single greatest films I've ever seen in my life, whether it be anime, whether it be live action, uh, Whispers of the Heart. Now, this is get a box of Kleenex because um, you're going to weep. It is a great movie. Now, um, a lot of people say, oh, did you see uh, Return of the Cat? That's a sequel to it. Well, it, It's not. It's the story that the girl wrote in the movie. It's too hard. But um, I highly recommend if you haven't seen a Ghibli film, of course, start off with some of the basic stuff, you know, Spirited Away, Mononoke Hime and things like that. But um this is definitely a movie that you need to set aside time for and watch, really watch and pay attention. Um, 
don't do what I do, having ADHD and being on the phone while I am doing something. Does anybody else who plays video games go on to like literally load their phone while it's a loading screen? I do it all the time. But um, <laughs> and uh, it, it, I can't stress how incredible that movie is, and it has such a horrible, sad attachment to it that I I don't like talking about. But the 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 writer himself. Um, unfortunately passed away so we won't get anything else from him he made this one masterpiece and then left and it, it was it uh, it was it's uh, okay that's all i can do about that so um i love that movie but another movie that just hit netflix a few months ago that has the same feel to it that's a very heartwarming story is words that bubble up like soda pop i really liked that movie but uh for my anime recommendation i'm going with a very adorable series that's going on right now called banished from the heroes party i decided to live a quiet life in the countryside it is anime titles that are long like that i love that so much (laughs) I it's can't tell if you're being sarcastic chapter. with it. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like, it's a like, whole paragraph. Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Like, I love that stuff. Yeah. Um, but this, I can't tell if it's an isekai or not. Um, it sounds like these two have always lived in this world. But basically, the heroes, everybody's born with a blessing. And the the girl in the story, she was born with the hero's blessing. And her brother was born with, like the beginning trainer of any video games blessing. So like in the very beginning of the game, he's goat. He's really good to do with, but once they progress so far, he's just no longer useful. So he gets banished from the party, goes to the small town, uh, starts to build an apothecary shop. He ends up, um, starting to date, um, a princess with an adventurer's, um, blessing, so she's adventure was adventuring around and decided that she wants to run this apothecary shop with him. And it's, it's just a very cute story with just enough action to, to make it enjoyable. So very romantic, very, um, uh, love between a brother and sister relationship, not like, are Help you done, step bro? No. But uh, like, you know your chair. No, oh, she's <laughs> dying. Uh, but it, it's just a very cute story. I strongly recommend it. Ariel, you're next. I was moving. Well, I was trying to get my phone, but I got too lazy to get out of my chair. So I was trying to like push through and grab the phone and get better get back on. Okay, I'm just a squeaky chair mess. Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm still stuck on the case study of Benitez. Um, Chemist actually really enjoyed this one too. The first episode of part two for season one just came out today. Ooh. But it is, I, I don't even know how to describe this anime and do it justice. Like it's about a war that happened between vampires and humans and then now they're at a ceasefire and trying to get along and somebody's trying to corrupt it and start the war back up basically that's that's just like the minimum that i can give on it but what is a man a miserable little pile of secrets 
Nobody, come on. Oh, I love it. I love it. Could you get on the ninety games, please? Thank you. <laughs> okay, so I'll give mine. Um, I don't know. This week, I've just been in the mood to laugh. So I am rewatching, and I'm going to recommend this again and again when it comes to comedy. One of my favorites is Nanbaka. It is just be prepared to piss your pants while you're laughing. I'm, I'm just saying, warned, do not come to me saying that you wet your pants. Um, but it's basically based on a secret place. There is a jail and uh, called Nanbaka. And there are uh, four uh, prisoners um, who have successfully escaped every prison except Nanbaka. The only reason why they have not escaped it is because they're too lazy and they actually like this prison and they don't want to leave it. So they just escape the prison, get to the main door just out of hobby and uh, torture the prison guards and everyone since everyone's just chasing them. And then they go back into their cells, eat the food and chill and relax. I, I like the style of that show a lot. It is hilarious. I fucking every time I watch it, it's it's beautiful. It's on Crunchyroll. You can get a dub, sub, whatever vibe you want to go for. It's available. I've seen it both, and I like both. So I would say neither nor. You guys pick what you want. But those are our recommendations. All right, now we have we've come to a time where we're saying goodbye until we record again. So everybody, where can people find you on the social medias? Chemist, we'll start with you. righty, you can find me as the chemist nine six eighteen on TikTok and Instagram. He's an actual chemist. Joe, yes. where can we find you? You can find me on TikTok at Final Fantasy Guy eighty eight. You can also find me on my Instagram, which is linked directly in my bio, and that is Blue Wing Dragonfly Art, which I'm going to change to Final Fantasy Guy 88 because it just makes sense. But yeah. Don't be fooled, guys. He is a top dog. He has the most followers out of all of us. He's he's yeah. not all just sweet and nice. He's kick ass. That's <laughs> Um, I can be found on TikTok under Alan Love. My Instagram is linked directly in my bio or on my on my TikTok. And yes. Alicia. <laughs> and you guys know me. It's Alicia. You guys can get me on anime underscore addict underscore girl on TikTok. And my Instagram is attached to my TikTok. Brown Girl Madness. All right, and finally, it's me. You guys know you can find me at Otaku Sensei MTG on um, TikTok. You can find me at Critnit, Crit, Critten underscore it underscore Cruise on Twitter. You can also hear my wonderful dulcet voice on the podcast Critnit as I play D and D. And yeah, that's pretty much everywhere you can find me. So it is also time to reveal the podcast's new name. Who would like to take the honors? You guys want to say it all at the same time? I think I'm going to sound dumb, but I still want to do it. <laughs> <laughs>
Remember, she's a little bit on the tipsy side, everybody. <laughs> yes, I am. Okay, ready. One. Oh no, on three. I, I should have said on three. Okay. One. <laughs> two. Three. Anime. Anime. <laughs> everybody is all. <laughs> I can't. Die. Oh my god, what's happening here? <sighs> So yes, the new name of the podcast will be called Anime Hem, and we will be rebranding and everything, hopefully by the end of this episode. Oh no, poor. Kevin's <laughs> 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 like, I'm out. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a great, <laughs> have a great night and a great week. <laughs>